Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. The day after Christmas, we're rocking. And uh, we appreciate you joining us uh, during this holiday show, holiday uh, season. George Kurtz will step up and in in a couple of moments. So uh, the Chargers beat the Colts tonight. They punched their ticket into the playoffs. There's still a lot of shuffling that could happen as far as the seeding is concerned uh, with the playoffs. We've got a massive football game uh, next Monday night. The Buffalo Bills, listen, the Bills have been rolling, man. You know, the Bills have been rolling on a weekly basis. The Bengals have been rolling right now on a weekly basis. The Chiefs have been rolling on a weekly basis. Um, the the AFC, man, it's not easy. Uh, you got dangerous football teams. I'll tell you what, the Chargers are a pretty dangerous team, but they are and they aren't. You know, They should be better than they are, even though they made the playoffs. We'll tip our cap to them. If the playoffs started this weekend, they'd be at Cincinnati. Buffalo, as it is now, are the um, are the one seed. Kansas City are the two seed. Miami are hanging on right now to the last playoff spot. And, of course, they're probably going to be without Tua for the rest of the year right now. We'll break down the um, the potential playoff ramifications. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers trying to play themselves back into this thing right now, but their schedule is not easy. They're at Baltimore uh, this week. But Miami have problems. Somebody's got to be the seventh seed, right? The New England Patriots are seven and eight right now. The Jets are seven and eight. Looks like Mike White is back. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are seven and eight, but the Titans are basically just playing for their division. No matter what happens this week, they play for the division in the following week against the Jacksonville Jags. And then you get the Pittsburgh Steelers at seven and eight uh, right now. The Raiders, a lot of close losses, but whatever. Close doesn't count. They're six and nine. And um, they're not mathematically eliminated. Cleveland are mathematically eliminated right now. Don't forget, too, we've got that bet. So now we've won that bet. Uh, Cleveland under um, under 9.5 was a stone-cold lock. 
But we told you it would still go under the reposted number of eight and a half as well uh, with the Cleveland Browns. So George Kurtz will step up and it will get into the National Hockey League. We talked about the World Junior Championships. And I got to be honest, props to FanDuel. I was surprised about that. I don't see numbers up right now uh, for the game. So it caught me off guard. They didn't have the number up. And then, boom, they did when the game started. They have the in-game with Canada and the Czech, and uh, what is it? They changed their name again to Czech Republic. It used to be Czechoslovakia. It was the Czech Republic. Is it Czechia now or something? Czechia? I don't know. Like, I, I just, <laughs> listen, if it is, if they, if they really did change it, but is it like multiple option type of deal uh, in this thing? Hey, what, what, are they, what are they saying here? I see Canada loses to, uh, it wasn't the Czech Republic. They didn't call it the Czech Republic. I'm having a hard time with this new one. Yeah. Chesia. Chesia. The late night anger management class. This is Fortridge. I am Gable Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. The Los Angeles Chargers are punched their ticket into the postseason. It's, uh, it's funny to think it was basically a year ago that they could have went to the playoffs, but Staley called a timeout. <laughs> but they, the Chargers are in the playoffs. The playoffs started uh, this weekend. It'd be in Cincinnati. Can't help but think about the uh, one of the coldest games in NFL history, actually, with the Chargers and the Bengals. So speaking of the Chargers, Austin Eckler tonight. With, this is pretty impressive and crazy. With two rushing touchdowns tonight, Austin Eckler joined Hall of Famer Marshall Falk as the only players in NFL history to have 10 rushing touchdowns and five or more uh, receiving touchdowns in consecutive seasons. Wow. Pretty pretty good company to be in. Hard to believe that nobody's done this in NFL history besides Marshall Funk and now Austin Eckler. Of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't lost a football game in December since Matt LaFleur's become the Packers head coach, and the Packers have suddenly started to play themselves back into the playoff uh, picture. A lot of stuff to break down. George Kurtz, Sports Grid Radio Network and Television Network will step up and in and kick it uh, with us, as will Jamie Eisenberg from CBS uh, Sports. So shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio 97.1, the freaking Dallas, Texas, and George Kurtz. Actually, is a diehard, lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. So we'll uh, we'll talk some pokes of football. They play on Thursday night football against the Tennessee Titans. Right now, uh, I've got to listen. The Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals are playing next Monday. In watch, this is like the showcase showdown. This is as good as it gets. We have the college football playoffs, and we got the Bills and the Bengals on Monday night. So that's what January second. We're going to be on after this game, and it's this is as big as it gets. The Buffalo Bills are playing for the one seed. The Cincinnati Bengals are trying to win their division, and they're also potentially could potentially be the one seed when it was all said and done. The AFC is an absolute bloodbath. Like if you think about it, like you know, like seriously, like think of the quarterbacks that you have to go through, and you know that are that are playing in this conference. The NFC, it's like oh Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins. The late night anchor match my class. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage, bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class. This is Sportridge. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Strange feud uh, brewing between Oklahoma City um Oklahoma City Thunder teammate Sergi Baca and Kendrick Perkins. Of course, Kendrick Perkins uh, on ESPN Daily talking NBA basketball. And Sergi Baca, I'm not really sure if he still plays in the NBA. Uh, I know he has a cooking show. We talk about his cooking show a lot uh, because we see it when we're on the air quite often. And it's, um, what is it called? Would you eat that? What's it called? It's something like that. It's basically he cooks like very disgusting, crazy things. And um, he has, like, athletes on, like Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers was on this past week. Um, he's got big time. He has big time. He gets big time guests. Like, he has big time stars on the show. And Ibaka is a very, very good uh, chef. Except he, he cooks. He ain't cooking hamburgers. He cooks, like, exotic things. And How hungry lot of, are you? How hungry yeah, are how, you? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of testicles and stuff like that in it, uh, Matthias. Like... Like, weird things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, disgusting things. Like, Kawhi Leonard. You had Kawhi Leonard over when he was on the Raptors. He started the show and he's on the Raptors. You had Kawhi Leonard over. And uh, I don't know what he put. He put some, something testicles on, like, a pizza type thing. He made this special pizza, but it had some really, really weird ingredients in it. And Kawhi Leonard, like, wouldn't eat it. <laughs> he was he was like, I just can't do it. Like, he goes, I just can't do this. And Ibaka said. I either, Gabe. I, I Ibaka said, if we, win, if we win the title, you're going to come back and eat it, right? And he said, yeah, yeah, okay, if we win the title, I will. <laughs> and he did. He actually did. He, there's, a, there's a piece of him eating a stupid piece of pizza that, uh, that Ibaka made, I believe, out there somewhere. But, um, um, yeah, we'll get, we'll get into this feud, but it's about Serge Ibaka's age. It's kind of stupid and stuff. Do we have George Kurtz here? Because I know George Kurtz. George Kurtz does not – he doesn't like to eat anything like um, – Kurtz doesn't like to eat anything strange, so I know that Kurtz would not do well on this show. Uh, no, no. Uh, 
You've been talking to my I, I won't even eat my, most of my wife's cooking. She's Filipino. Makes a lot of Filipino food here. And I'm a, I'm a pain in the ass. I am. I know I'm a pain in the ass. I fully admit it, Gabe. I tell me I know it. I'm picky. I'm Irish. I want my meat and I want my potatoes. And I'm a happy guy. Throw some Italian food. I'm good. Anything else? Yeah. And I, and I don't try anything new. All right. I ain't eating testicles or I ain't eating anything. All right. Uh, you know the old show Fear Factor? I would have yeah. no problem jumping off a building. That wouldn't bother me. But I am not eating larvae or whatever. And there's no way. There's just no way in hell I'm eating any of that. Yeah. Um, I want to see how hung are you dishes. Let's see what they served on the show here. It's a very popular show. Like, um, it's it's a very popular show. Like I said, he gets big-time uh, celebrities on it. So, yeah, Fear Factor, that's the thing with Fear Factors. There's all, there was always something about Fear Factor that people wouldn't want to do, right? That's what made it hard. Like, the athletic it stuff wasn't, wasn't fear, wasn't, it was you gross. Know. Yeah. I was afraid to eat it. I was going gonna, gonna to puke it. But for, like, $100,000 and stuff? <laughs> If you would guarantee me the hundred, I mean that, that yeah. I don't think you guaranteed. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'd probably eat it. You know, whatever. Just uh, just grin and bear it. You know, deal with what's going to have to do. But I got to be guaranteed to win that hundred grand. <laughs> crickets. I mean, couldn't even, yeah. oh god. Didn't someone yeah, eat? Uh, wasn't there a, uh, a Super Bowl promo show from some radio station like one hundred four point three? You had to eat one hundred and four crickets, and you got tickets. I, I'm almost positive. <laughs> that's what, it was. what about like? Getting into a coffin full of snakes or rats and stuff like that. Well, are we, are we talking? Am I going to die? No, know, no, no one me. died on Fear Factor, but you know what I mean. They're still slithering all over you and stuff. No, I'll snakes just admit. Be- no, I would not. I would not be able to go on that show. There's too many things that I would not do. Bite, I'd be I, like, I'd be I okay. can't do it. I wouldn't. I don't care that. if they That's bite or not. Happen. I'm not getting into a coffin full of snakes. How long? How long do you have to be in it? I don't know. You've seen the show before. They have seen that. I think it's a competition. How long you last against the other people? <laughs> oh, then I'm not going to bother. I know I won't last long. There's always some freak out there who doesn't care. I could do like Big Brother. That'd be easier if you could put up with the the other losers in the house and stuff. But at least you know those are stupid challenges. <laughs> you know, you don't have to eat like or the other thing. You don't have to stand on a rooftop or something like that. So no. I guess the the long story short is uh, no 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 um, I would not do well on Fear Factor George I wouldn't I wouldn't make the show I wouldn't be able to do it I wouldn't be able to do anything <laughs> I would be like I'm not eating that I'm not doing that feat with whatever that nasty thing is and I guess I could try the athletic stuff but I'm not going to be quicker than the other dudes are so what's the point of me going on the show like you said if it's if someone says listen we'll give you ten thousand dollars to eat this point blank. At least you know there's an end result. But if you're just competing and you end up losing in the end anyways, George, that's just pure torture. Right, that, that's the problem. And there's always some freak who'll do more. You'll eat 50 crickets, they'll eat 60. And there's always somebody like that. And uh, I'm not going to win that. I'm just not. Uh, not with my food. No, that's why, uh, you know, uh, my wife's going to the Philippines. She knows not to even ask because she knows I'm not going, so I'll, I'll die. I'll just die of starvation there. You know, so uh, she doesn't even well, take kids to go. <laughs> you don't. You don't like any Filipino food? Uh, I, listen, my wife is an excellent cook. And I love her cooking when she cooks stuff that I like. Uh, and, I, you know, they, she makes some stuff that's okay, but no, no. And her sister, they, they all cook at all the parties. So they roast a pig, by the way. It's so true. A real pig roasted in an open fire pit. They do that all the time. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. If my wife was on this show right now, she'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah he's pain. He sucks. He yells me all the time. 
You know, because I... Uh, it's, right, so how about time. this? I go to an Italian restaurant, Gabe, I get the same meal every time. It's chicken parm every single time. I've had friends who've offered me like 20 bucks to order something different, and I won't do it. Because I know chicken parm is going to make me happy. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to be full. Um, he served um, lamb brain to... Uh, <laughs> would you eat a lamb's brain? <laughs> Hell No. <laughs> Hell no. I don't even like lamb chops. I'm not going any, any further up north. No. Nah. Neither, neither. <laughs> neither, neither, neither am I. Uh, there's another show I would not be able to be a guest on his show either. I'd just be like, no, nah, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just not doing that. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, yeah, my palate is pretty um, not very sophisticated. I had pizza for dinner tonight, Kurt, so that's all you need to know. I had cheese pizza for dinner. <laughs> You can't, oh, yeah, you can't get much more. Many times. You can't get much more simplistic. Nothing like little cocoa puffs. <laughs> um, George Kurtz uh, kicking it with us uh, right now. Jenner uh, Dean says, "What about those Filipino stuffed buns uh, that are delicious?" Yeah, I'm not wife, sure. About... My wife has them. Yep, yep, she does. She has all that stuff. They have a purple cake. You know that they have yeah, Filipino party. like uh, very candy and Swedish foods, don't they? Yes, yes, and then she, my wife buys all that stuff. She's been here for about I don't know thirty years, but she still buys all the Filipino foods and stuff for her herself. The kids will eat it, uh, maybe fifty fifty on well, my oldest, but my youngest will pretty much eat anything. You know, but uh, I said I'm the pain, and I'll fully admit this, and everybody knows it. My mom knows it too. You know, uh, there's certain things that I'm not touching, even when I'm growing up. And my mom made hates. I don't like sausage. I know that's strange. I hate sausage. You know, tuna casserole was the grossest thing that I could not. That's disgusting too. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Like that's a bad idea. That's from like the 50s and like Leave It to Beaver. Who makes a tuna casserole? Ugh, that's just nasty. Gross. My dog ate well. My dog as a kid ate very well. My that dog knew where to go under the table, man. Come right by me and my brother. You know, as soon as the parents were looking away, here you go. Have some casserole. Have some, uh, you know, over. <laughs> it was. Well, I guess that's what we could have called tonight's football game: tuna casserole. It was crap. Like, God, like, you and I spoke before the game. Well, at least we're on the Chargers, so whatever. We hit that. I hit Austin Eckler first touchdown of the game at 5-1. Uh, to one. So yep. that was good. Lost the over in the game. And I lost the same game teaser. I had the same game, uh, not teaser, the same game parlay. One of those same game parlay deals. I just needed 28 points in a game, George. But the Indianapolis Colts offense is putrid, pathetic. Like, that was just bad. More with Kurtz on the other side. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Team sucked before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. I believe Mo and Homer are talking about the Indianapolis Colts, they have to be. That was just brutal, terrible. Like, what a way to spend uh, the day after Christmas if you're an Indianapolis Colt fan. And, George, I was thinking about this. As George Kurtz is Kate with us, I am Gabriel Morancy. This is Sports Rage. I was thinking about this in that Jeff Saturday, if they don't win another game this year, like, listen, he's not going to be back as head coach. So, I can say I was at Jeff Saturday's only win in his career. I was there when they beat the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. How bad was that? They're going to blame Derek Carr for that, evidently, as it looks like Carr's on the way out of Las Vegas. But, man, like, this this Saturday experiment's getting worse, George. I mean, they blow, like, it's just sort of one weird, one weird different way to lose after another. The quarterback play is atrocious. I mean, they've gone through three quarterbacks. I don't I don't understand. So, look, they scored three points tonight. They go 0 for 10 on third, third, third down conversions. They scored 33 points. Like, they blew the lead last week, the 33-point lead. Like, and then they bench Matt Ryan. I don't know. To be honest, I guess they're doing him a favor, if anything, really. But Nick Foles is terrible, and I can't believe he's only 33 because this guy plays like he's 53. He looked like a statue at, at times in this game. Like, he was just holding himself, waiting to get hit and couldn't move, and the Chargers just couldn't get to him. He was like, wait, wait, we'll get to you. We'll get to you, buddy. You know, it was just a strange game tonight. Why would you start him? I mean, uh, you're going to lose anyway, right? Uh, so why not start the uh, Ellinger? I mean, uh, at least see what you have. Can he be, at least be a backup next year? I know he's not very good. Oh, but he sucks, too. Done. You know what's the worst thing, Gabe? Uh, you know, I know you know this. The Colts have had four straight standalone games. You know, I'm thinking, oh, thank God. It's the last one tonight. No. They play with Giants next week, which means I'm stuck watching them again. Yeah, but at least it's not on national television. <laughs> yeah, you won't have to be a watcher, but I still have to have him on the little TVs. <laughs> still a football game. You know, we us here in New York, we get screwed again. Well, it's, it's a free game. It's a free pass for the New York Giants, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I think that would pretty much clinch their – I think they're 94% anyway, but that would clinch it all for them to, uh, to get in the playoffs. Indianapolis at New York. So the slate right now, Thursday night football, Dallas Cowboys coming off their big win – 10-point favorites against the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football. And what a collapse from the Tennessee Titans, George. What a, you know, just a complete collapse. And it's amazing, isn't it, the effect that Doug Peterson has had on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's one thing we've seen in the NFL. Man, every year, like half the teams in the playoffs weren't in the playoffs the year before, right? Like there's always, the NFL is weird like that. And, you know, you can go from worst to first in the NFL. We do see it. But... 
I can't recall like someone going from worst. It's, it's one thing to go from worst in your division to first, George. It's another thing to go from worst in the National Football League to win your division the next year. I mean, they had the number one pick in the draft. They were the worst team in the league last year. Uh, yeah. I think it's even worse that there is a possibility that we will have two division winners with less than 500 records. Think with about both that. from the state of Florida, Tampa, and Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, Tampa uh, would have to win out to go get to get to nine and eight. And if they win this week, I think they, they might clinch it anyway. So they wouldn't have. Yeah, to they clinch this week. So they won't even care after. That's pathetic. Right. But and they wouldn't care. You and I discussed earlier. I think Jacksonville will play this week. I think they want to uh, keep going on a roll there and all that. And they play Houston, who's granted playing very well of late. They're, they're getting teams fights here. But uh, if they do lose that game, you know, maybe they rest their guys in the whatever second half or whatever it might be. They can't possibly go. You know, the best they can do then is 8-9. Eight 8-9 nine. Eight nine win that division. I don't think there's any uh, way in hell that Tennessee's beating Dallas Thursday night. They're not going to play anybody. Uh, so I don't see that happening. So, uh, like I said, it will be, be very strange to have – I'm, I'm going to go out and live here and say it's never happened in the NFL to have two divisions. I know it's happened well with Well, you one. say they're not going to play anybody, but you don't know that. Dave, have they said we're not playing anybody? They've hinted. They haven't come out. They're not going to come out and out and say it. All right, uh, maybe not until later in the week here. But Derrick Henry's not practicing today. We know there's no Tannehill. They cannot afford to get Willis hurt or Henry. Well, they don't practice on Mondays anyways. They don't practice on Mondays anyways. They don't practice Mondays. For a Thursday game, they do. There'll be at least a walkthrough. Um, they have, they have, like to, they have to send out an injury report. They just played Saturday, right? Like, they wouldn't, like, it basically be a walkthrough. I'm not sure they're going to roll over, George. They could. But you're just sort of assuming that. They haven't said, oh, yeah, we're not playing anybody. Well, I'm not the only person. Vegas is assuming it as well. And so is the betting public. And uh, Well, I, they have them listed. They have their props listed right now. Like, Derrick Henry's pro- player props are already out. Like, he is listed. He's um, plus 110 to score a touchdown, plus 600 first touchdown. It doesn't mean he's, it's a guarantee he's going to play because he's listed. But I'm telling you right now, like, he is listed, and so was Malik Willis. Oh, um, the I Titan players' props are listed. I think, I think Henry might play some, but they're not playing the entire game. They're not. They're not going to take. They can't get. Well, you don't know that. You don't know what oh. Mike Vrabel's going to do. Of course, I don't know. We don't know anything. But we have to make uh, education. <laughs> but you're, you're saying it like it's definitive. Like, oh, they're not playing anybody. But it's like I don't know. They're, well, their players are listed in the player props right now. Yeah, they're not going to play the, the entire game. Dave. They're not. You could think they are. You could make the argument. Whatever. Now, there's certainly a chance they do. I'll bet on they don't. I will definitely bet on it. It makes no sense for them to do it, especially Derrick Henry. It makes none. He goes down or he's not 100%. They're, they're toast. They're probably toast anyway. I don't see them beating anybody but Malik Willis. He's not ready to be an NFL quarterback yet. Uh, that's not true. They, they, you know, they, could, they just need to win that one game, right? They need to win that one game. Look, Malik Willis, it was a hell of a run for his touchdown yesterday. I don't know why, though, and they did the exact same thing, and – they did the exact same thing last year. I swear to God, the interception was at like the same part of the field. And I don't know if they ran the same freaking play. But if you recall against Cincinnati last year, they were moving the ball, Tannehill, they were running the ball and stuff. And for whatever reason, they dropped Tannehill back to throw it. And he threw an interception. And it was the same thing yesterday. It was like, you know, like Willis kept dropping back. Nothing was there. And he would take off for like 15 yards. And they were moving the ball. They gave it to Henry. They moved the ball. And I'm thinking, you know what? 
it's not pretty, but you guys have enough time to just sort of run the ball down the field here, and Houston don't seem to be able to stop it. So, for whatever reason, George, they dropped back and they threw a pass and it got intercepted. I swear to God, the first thing I thought of was like, dear God, it was in like the exact same scenario, same spot on the field. And I swear, I'd like to look at the plays and think, did you guys actually run the same freaking play that cost you the season last year that you could have like, you know what I mean? It cost again. But at this point, like you said, it doesn't matter. It seems like that all that matters is this last game anyway, so that's what's going to happen. But I'm not ready to give it to the Jags yet. They can still screw up even though they're playing good football. Let's be real. The Jets were pretty bad the other day, George. Yeah, I just don't see I don't think uh, Tennessee can score enough points I, well, with Willis. Even against the Jags defense, which is not very good. I don't think they can score enough points there. I think it's a problem for them. And I'm, I'm very curious what the, uh, the Titans are going to do after this season. Do, uh, do they walk away from Tannehill? You said they, they blamed him for that loss last year. And now this year, granted, it's not all his fault, but he's been hurt a bunch. Uh, certainly wasn't playing well when he was. Oh, well, he's done. That's why they drafted Malik Willis. Yeah, he's done. And looks like, honestly, listen, if they fall apart, you know, there's going to be a rebuild coming here, right? They've sort of hit their ceiling, Tennessee. They, I think they thought, George, after last year, like you said, that, t- that Tannehill holds them back, that he's not athletic enough. And, and it, they're sort of moving, looking towards the future a little bit, but... I think there'll be more of a rebuild right now. I don't think they'll throw Vrabel under the bus, but this is a pretty big collapse that's going on, right? You never know what'll happen in the NFL. Like, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. I have no idea. They'd be crazy to throw Vrabel under the bus. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. He'd be snapped up in a minute here. Uh, but I think they're going to move on from Tannehill. Although, looking at it now, say it's 18.8 million dead cat if they do move on from Tannehill. That's a... That's a hefty going away present. Yeah, but they're not. Uh, like I said, that's why they drafted the QB. Or Tannehill's done done there, bro. And he hasn't I, done anything I, I this agree. year to make them say, oh, you know what? we got to keep him, right? And they're going to have to hope Malik Willis is better next year. But whatever. Like, you can't expect a kid to be good just coming in, like, from Liberty and right away, right? Like, so there has to be some growing pains there. He's getting these now. There's always that big jump. If there isn't a big jump in year two, that's always the problem, right? Like, that's the thing. You can struggle. Josh Allen wasn't great in his first year. And, you know, his first, like, two months, he really struggled, Josh. I think the Bills were, like, 3-8 and eight or something. He showed flashes, but he was struggling. And he got hurt. And he was out for, like, four weeks or something. But he stood on the sidelines. And when he came back after, he was, like, I remember McDermott saying, yeah, it's almost like it's, like, his second season now or something. They said, like, him being out for a month – he came back, and he was just a different quarterback. And it sort of, like, it rolled for him. But you look at a guy like Zach Wilson, if you're not getting better after your second year, there's a big problem, right? Because if you didn't get better after your second year, it's asking a lot that you're going to get better after your third year. Sort of like Jameis Winston. He just sort of is who he is. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it is in today's NFL, right? you got you got to come along much quicker. It's not like when you and I are growing up, a quarterback could stay behind to go have a start for years. You know, like Steve McNair, or, you know, have Danny White with Dallas uh, for a long time. And then you get to play where you get to really learn. Uh, you got to figure it out right away. And I, that's why I think it's always so important for the coaching staff to coach for the player. You know, do what, uh, coach around him what he does best rather than trying to make him do what uh, your system says to do because that takes longer to learn that. He's got to be different than what he's used to here. Uh, no, I think uh, Tannehill will move on here. I think what's going to happen with Derek Carr, as you said, there's going to be very interesting with Vegas. Because uh, I think we're counting it up. There are about 12 teams. No, Tennessee was included. I think I included Vegas as well. Uh, that could be looking for a new quarterback. 
Yeah, we uh, we were discussing the quarterback shuffles earlier in the evening, and there's going to be a lot of them in the National Football League. But they all mostly blow. That's the problem. So it's just one mediocre guy to another team. Doesn't matter. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. You know, the Generals did win once. Just once, they actually did win. Uh, we can get to that a little bit later on. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey. So, the NFL plays on Thursday. No Saturday games. Then they play on um, they play on Sunday, January 1st, New Year's Day, which is an abomination. It shouldn't be allowed. College football is January 1st, not NFL football. Who cares about the Arizona Cardinals and the Atlanta Falcons? Seriously. It's like ridiculous. It should be a bowl game on then. Not this crap-ass NFL football. Ooh, Carolina and Tampa. That'll be, you know, that'll be great. Like, can you imagine like being hungover and watching Carolina and Tampa play football? Like you'd last like three minutes before you're gonna pass out, like just sort of like done. Passed out. So looking at the card this week, Dallas, Tennessee on Thursday. Cowboys are 10-point favorites, 41 and a half is the total. Arizona Cardinals and the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are minus three and a half, over under 41. Carolina Panthers and Tampa. Tampa minus three. That's how bad Tampa is. They're minus three-point favorites against Carolina only. Totals 39 and a half. Bears at the Lions. Somewhat of a big game for the Detroit Lions trying to get to the playoffs, George. Washington and Cleveland. Another crap game. Denver and KC's terrible. Indiana, anything Indianapolis in is bad, so they're playing the Giants. The Jags and the Texans sucks. All right, the Dolphins and the Patriots, a good game, but two is out. But it's a critical game for the playoffs. Um, I'm looking at the card here. Uh, the Vikings-Packers is good. Big yeah, game Seattle there. Seattle technically is good. 
What, Jet Seattle? Yeah, that's bad, bro. Come on. Well, they got a chance for the playoffs, both, so it's a good game. I know, Mike but they White both is suck. Starting quarterback game for the Jets, so he'll make the Jets better. So it's oh, a game. God. It's like Carolina Tampa is a game. It's important. Everything else is not. It's just all bad. I mean, if I'm looking at this, like I said, big game for the – there's a couple of big games, like you said, playoff ramifications, Dolphins, Patriots, um, 49ers, Raiders, I guess should be cool. It's supposed to be cool, but it isn't the Raiders' blow. Uh, the Sunday nighter, suddenly the Baltimore uh, Baltimore Pittsburgh game got flexed in. The Rams Chargers, um, Rams Chargers are going at four twenty five Eastern time, so another winnable football game uh, for the Chargers. Yet uh, the Sunday nighter is now the Steelers and the Ravens. The Steelers aren't dead yet, George. They have a slim chance, but they're not done yet, and they're getting three points against Baltimore. But the game of the week next week happens to be the Monday Nighter, which is a rarity because Monday Night Football always sucks. But uh, Buffalo, one-point favorites at Cincinnati, total 49.5. And we've already done a weather check for this game, and uh, it's going to be nice, actually. Like, all things considering, it's going to be like 56 degrees. Now, whatever, man, we're six, you know, we're a week away from this thing. So you never know if the weather's going to be right, George. But that's what the weather's projected: fifty-six degrees, seven mile an hour winds. As good as that's as good as it can get for January second. Who do you like in that game? Boy, I think it's. I mean, it's tough to trust Cincinnati right now. They, I mean, they probably should have lost that game in New England, right? They choked a twenty, just about choked a twenty-two point lead there. If Stevenson doesn't fumble inside the ten, they know, are twelve I mean, and one against the spread in their last thirteen games. Like, I say, I, they're I kind of easy to trust right, right now. They're, they're a damn good team. <laughs> I think they're right there with Buffalo and Kansas City. I do. Uh, but it's just hard to trust this team. Tyler Boyd banged up again. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with – I think Buffalo's – I still think Buffalo's the best team in the AFC, but I don't think Cincinnati's that far behind at all. I'm not going to bet the game. I'm not taking a Buffalo minus point and a half or Cincinnati plus a point and a half. I think points are coming. I'll be on the over, and I'll be on a lot of props in this game, I imagine. You mentioned the weather is supposed to break here up north where – I think it's later this week where it's, uh, we're not going to be below freezing like it's been here. Uh, so I'll be on – a lot of props, a lot of points, the over. But as far as the game itself, I don't even see a good teaser here I like. You know, where are you going to go with six points here, even seven points? You know, I can see Buffalo, you know, blowing them out or losing. So same thing with Cincinnati. So, uh, no, uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Looking forward to it. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Night game of the year. I don't see how it's a blowout, George, either way. In fact, this game has teaser written all over it. I think objectionally, listen, I'm a going? Buffalo Bill fan. Objectionally, either one. You get the ball, you get the Cincinnati Bengals at plus eight, dude. They're they're twelve and one, George, in their last thirteen games. Like they're scorching hot. Like they're they're as good as like you said, they're as good as Buffalo are, and they're as good as Kansas City is. They're three and zero against KC in the last two years. Joe Burrow owns Patrick Mahomes. We'll see now this showdown. The game is in Cincinnati. If you're saying you love the over, man, you get Cincinnati Bengals at plus eight, and then over forty two and a half. And then conversely, if the Bills lose, they're not going to get blown out the Bills. They never get blown out. So yeah, if, they, if the Bills lose, they'll lose on like a field goal. They'll lose by, you know, one, two, three, four type thing. They're not going to lose by seven. So you get the Bills on a seven-point teaser, a plus six. I think you could tease both sides. This game has like 30-27 written all over it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I do agree. If there's no place to go, that would be it. All right, I'll take the Cincinnati Bengals and the points. But uh, I don't know. Something about Bobby tells me to lay, leave it alone here. But the over, I'm, I'm just in love with the over. You mentioned, I think 30 to 27 is the worst thing that could happen. I think it could go much higher. Could be, this could be another Dallas or Philadelphia game from Saturday. You know, 40 or 34, somewhere around there. I think both teams are going to have uh, a lot of fun on offense. Looking forward to it. 
Uh, like I said, uh, where my money will be, it'll definitely be a lot of props, it's just like tonight, uh, which worked out sort of. Uh, he didn't throw a touchdown pass. How does? Uh, still know how that, that doesn't happen. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a lot of points on Monday night, so I'll be all over that uh, there. Uh, but as far as the game itself, I, I just don't have a feel for it. I don't. I think it's gonna be a really good game. At least, I'm hoping it's a really good game. All right, so it's a standalone Monday night game. But I think this could be also a preview of who we see in the championship game as well. The Buffalo Bills have lost three games uh, this year. They lost two of them by three points and one of them by two points. Right? Like when the Bills lose, they don't, they've never been blown out this year. And even last year, I don't know, I guess last year they, there's a couple of closer, same thing. And most of their losses last year were pretty close. But this year specifically, like we said, they lost to the uh, they lost to the Miami Dolphins earlier in the year in the um, in the blazing sun and the heat. They lost that game 21-19. They could have won the game. Josh Allen one hopped the pass to an open um, uh, McKenzie in the end zone at the end of the game. So they lost that game by two. They lost the Viking game by three, 33-30 in overtime, and they lost to the Jets of all teams 20 to 17. You know, I'm trying to find this actually. I'm pretty sure, and I hate to say this because for the Bills, but I don't think, George, any team that's ever lost to the Jets in the regular season has won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I saw that stat before. That's true. I had not said, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting I'm it. Serious. That'd be wild, though. That would be one of those Pete Axe. No, no, it's 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 true. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. But like, that I'm just thinking, wild. like, in the last few years, did it happen? Yeah, let me see. Let me see when to find this. No team. That has lost to the Jets. It's true. I'm telling you. Oh, no, I, I believe you. I, did, I didn't hear this stat, but I, I believe you. That's, that's, that'd be wild. That'd be truly wild if that's true. It's something I'm probably going to talk about the rest of the week, <laughs> not, the, not the rest of the year. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, I'm going to find this. I thought I might have just found it right now, but no, I'm telling you. I saw this. Thing is, I heard about this, like, I don't know how many years ago. It's just sort of in my memory banks of things. Like I swear, George. Like every time the Jets, like every time the Jets beat the Bills, it cost me. I'm like, oh God, really? I don't think like, like that's just sort of that kiss of death. That it's like, hey, you're not, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not going to win now. Uh, you, you're not going to win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find this uh, before before we're done here. Has a team ever lost? Uh, has a team ever lost to the Jets in a regular season and won the Super Bowl? I don't believe they have. I typed in as any team lost to the Jets won the Super Bowl, I get nothing back. Yeah, sometimes the internet is good, sometimes it lets you down, Kurtz. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> this, the, this is very true. Yeah, that's the I mean sometimes you're like, oh wow, I'm surprised it, it popped up so easy. It's a pretty standard question though. I'm getting a lot of like Jets history popping up here, but Right, that's what I got too. Same thing. Yeah. I'm gonna find this. I might not be able to find it right now. Well, at least for the Jets, we'll have Mike White back this week, so they'll be uh, they'll be watchable again. You know, I, I tell you, I I don't think I don't know if Zach Wilson is going to even be back with the team as a backup next year. I think they might uh, that might be done already. This will be. Uh, I mean, they wouldn't think about the Jets. They would have screwed up two top quarterbacks, Donald and Zach Wilson. Yeah, the two. Uh, I mean, the two and the three. They had the second pick and the third pick, and they took yeah. quarterbacks, and both of them are going to be gone now. I mean, it looks like the Jets really only had maybe a one-in-four chance, right? They didn't have a shot at Lawrence. And Mac Jones, he doesn't look like anything special. They could have uh, taken Lance, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, right. That's the guy. That's it. But even San Fran, for we think they're smart. They didn't take Justin Fields either. 
All right, they no. on him. Now, I mean, yeah, I mean, the jury's Giants still out on Trey Lance, down. though. And the Giants traded down. Uh, up, down, yeah. They went from 12 to 19. They could have had Justin Fields, but they wanted uh, Tony. And they ended up trading him away. Yeah, well, they were, they were idiots. <laughs> they were. They, the Giants could have taken... Um, um, you said 12. Did they have 12, or was it like ninth? Because the Giants no, could have taken Michael uh, Parsons. Denver, I think. Was that I the think other Denver draft? Dallas. Yeah, that was last year. Okay, you're talking about two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Michael, Giants, I mean, there was around 12. The only two quarterbacks that were left were Fields and Mac Jones, and they could have had Fields, but they traded to Chicago. You know, uh, and they thought they had a good. They thought they made a great trade. A lot of people actually thought they made a great trade because they thought Tony was going to be something. Which I guess if you could ever stay healthy, he might be. I don't know why though. Listen. I said this last week about Zach Wilson. You can't really criticize him, right? Like, it's not his fault he got taken when he did. And I don't understand how Joe Douglas, a guy that put together a Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles, I just don't understand how they fell for Zach Wilson. That's the thing. Like, I don't don't really blame Zach, to be honest with you. Because, like, honestly, if a team told me, we're going to take you second overall in the NFL draft. We're going to pay you $40 million. Am I going to tell them, no, I can't do this? No, I'm going to say, I can't believe they're doing this, but I'm going to make all this money. And yeah, I'm going to suck, but I'm going to get, I'll make all this money. Right? So I don't blame him, really. Is, it, is he good? No. Does he have a bad attitude? Yes. Right? Does he bring a lot of this upon himself? Yes. But at the same point in time, he didn't put a gun to their head and say, take me second overall in the NFL draft, George, right? They decided themselves to do this. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, not the kid's fault. Uh, I mean, listen, we know most of the draft, the quarterbacks aren't the best players anyway. He probably wasn't the second best player in the draft. He might have been top 10, but he probably wasn't the second best player. They fell in love think, with him, know, though. Like, it was not a ca- it was like a bad kept secret that they were going to, like, they never even bluffed about it. They were like, no, no, we like this guy, right? It was one of the, like, oh, yeah, Lawrence going to, but we like this guy. It was like, okay, like, really? You're kind of locked in. Like, they were just locked in on him, George, the whole damn time. It was it was strange. I mean, you said it. They they, they were locked in him. They said he was the guy they wanted, which is fine, by the way, because you have to, I guess you have to fall in love with the guy you want. They just were wrong. Yeah, they just were wrong. Anyway, you look at it, they were wrong. Uh, Fields I don't like doing the shoulda, coulda, woulda, but, you know, they could have taken Josh Allen instead of Sam Darnold too, right? Well, like, Josh, Josh. that up. Yeah, Buffalo Josh Allen, him, but... right? So a lot, What's a lot that? Of he screwed that up. You know, listen, it's an inexact science. Didn't everybody pass up on Dan Marino back in '83? And every damn team, he went last. Yeah, so uh, it's an inexact science. These, these guys, they, they know more than most. They don't know everything. Not well, you know what? I think most of it actually comes down to the coaches that you're with. A lot of it. I think there's probably a lot of talented quarterbacks that could have been good, but like sort of look at Baker Mayfield now with him with the Rams. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. George Kurtz kicking with us. So, George, I was surprised to see FanDuel had um, live in-game betting for the World Junior Hockey Championships. And uh, the games are on the NHL Network. They're on TSN Television and the NHL Network. Canada were massive favorites tonight against the Czech Republic and lost 5-2, despite having nine NHL first-round draft picks on their team. (laughs) They ended up losing the game. Now it is. It's you know it's the first game of the tournament. It's not a single elimination process or anything like that. So they'll probably get back on track. Uh, but it was quite a surprise. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised to see because in past years they haven't had the World Junior Championship, Hockey Championships at FanDuel. But this year they do, Kurt. So you can get involved in it. Yeah, it's fun. I, I'm not going to tell you I know it anywhere near as much as the NHL. Certainly know some of the players, but it is fun and. Uh, Definitely was shocked. Uh, probably, I'm not shocked they lost. Shocked that they lost by you know, easily. That's really what the biggest surprise was. Uh, that uh, you know, I think I was. You always, I was think Canada's the best team. And I just always do because uh, it's their, uh, it's your game, right? You know it, and I assume you're gonna be better than everybody else. And I did not see that coming. I know the uh, team USA won today, so uh, I guess they're off to a good start. But as you said, maybe it takes you a little while to get your feet wet here and get going. Yeah, you know what it is though, Canada. It's very similar to sort of these World Cup sides. There's no pressure on anybody besides Canada in the tournament. You know what I mean? Like, Canada are sort of in one of those not no-win situations like these kids. If they win, it's like, yeah, you were supposed to win. So, yeah, good for you. You're supposed to win. You guys are stacked and loaded. You should have won. And if they don't, then it's like, yeah, you know what? You're a big bust. Like, there is, there's a lot of internal pressure on these kids that they put on themselves. But, like I said, it's one game. I think they came in a little cocky and arrogant. They were rolling everybody in the preseason, little, uh, well, preseason, pre-tournament exhibition games. Listen, the Czech Republic can play. All right, hang on, Kurtz. We'll get a couple NHL picks uh, from you, and then we'll get you out of here. Jamie Eisenberg's going to join us at Level 3. We'll talk NFL football, CBSSports.com. Jamie Eisenberg, this is Sports Rage. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.